Okay, <clears throat> welcome to the first uh, first hockey edition of the Cheche Chat. Um, for hockey, we're going to be doing a co-host segment um, for majority of the season. And my co-host is the baseball champion, uh, Will McCrink. Will, would you like to introduce yourself and talk about your, uh, your accolade recently? Yeah, so obviously you all know me. I'm Will McCrink. I am the manager of the Nuevo, Nuevo York Rancheros, the current fantasy baseball champions. Um, didn't finish the regular season as the top team, but I figured out how to get through playoffs and get the win. Um, so yeah, more of a hockey guy, but did well in baseball and not so good in football so far, but we'll see how it goes. Sweet. <clears throat> okay. So we're going to kind of follow the same, same topics, uh, that we did for football and we can change it up and see what we like throughout, uh, this podcast. We don't want to make any changes, but I'm just going to go down on the scoreboard for matchup three and talk about the matchups that happened. Um, and we're going to break them down. So <clears throat> the first one I've got here is the Cheche Legacy beat Yorin Truba, uh, 163 to 0.7 to 122.45. Um, before this week, Yorin Truba managed by Kaylee Roberts was the team to beat. They were, uh, her team was undefeated and had consistently outscored everybody in points. I mean, so far. So, for my team, my my and Rosie's team to get a win there was clutch for us, um, and it was mainly on the backs of uh, Tyler Toffoli and Ryan Hartman. They both had hat tricks that week, and it showed. Toffoli put up twenty one points, Hartman put up twenty. So I I I I beat her by a margin, but I do think I got a little lucky there. Yeah, I'd say that you're in true, but had a great week. Um, only lost to three other teams. Would have been really close matchups against the other two high scoring. Um, but yeah, it's going to come down to Ryan Hartman. You're not going to see a lot of hat tricks out of Ryan Hartman. Um, Toffoli should be a pretty good contributor all of, all year. But again, getting that hat trick is you're not going to see that as often. Um, and then the third high score for Chechi Legacy is Jack Hughes. That guy is going to put up another career year, probably break the 100-point plateau. Um, and he had only he had eight points in just four games. So you got guys who are going to consistently produce. And then, you know, Ryan Hartman, I think it is an example of if you want to win fantasy, you need to have some quote-unquote depth scoring and get some of those less-known names who are going to put up points for you. Because um, everybody's got good players. And they're all going to kind of equal each other out. What you got to be able to do is go and find those sleepers who are going to push you over the top and that's how you're going to win in these leagues um as well as paying attention and setting your lineup if you don't set your lineup then you're dead in the water but uh yeah ryan hartman you're not probably going to see very many more hat tricks but he was a big contributor for cheche legacy in this past past matchup Mm -hmm. yeah um and i did see a cool graphic uh that nhl just put out um but i uh recently about the hughes brothers i did make a trade um, with the G parents to bring in Luke Hughes to my team to uh, to reunite or unite the trio. Um, the graphic was saying that Jack Hughes leads all players in points in the NHL. Quinn Hughes leads all defensemen in points, and Luke Hughes leads all rookies uh, or rookie defensemen. Sorry, in points this year. So that's really really good to hear for me from the Hughes brothers. Yeah. 
Yeah, Luke Hughes had five assists in four games, so he's been a very steady contributor from the back end. On a really good New Jersey team, had a great year last year, probably exceeded a lot of people's expectations, but now all the pressure's on him, and so far they are doing pretty well. Um, and I foresee the success continuing. Um, do you have any thoughts on Urin Truba, Kaylee Roberts' newcomer in the league? Um, if I'm if I'm correct, this is her first time ever playing fantasy anything, right? Yeah, fantasy anything, and then yeah, fantasy hockey. Um, yeah, I knocked to a good start. She has a couple uh, sleepers per se. Frank Petrano. He's always been had a knack for goal scoring. He's moved around quite a bit. Now he's in Anaheim, a young team that's actually on a five game win streak themselves, and he's got two hat tricks this season. So that's the guy that I'm looking at to kind of be a breakout season, a surprise player who's going to put a bunch of goals in for Anaheim. Again, it's a young team, so he's in there probably with an expanded role, some role that he has not had on any of the other teams he played for, um, namely Boston. And he's got an opportunity to really step up and be a top goal scorer for that team. So that's, I think, going to be a big player for her this year. Uh, Alex DeBrinkett got moved to Detroit from Ottawa. Guy who fell in the draft because he was small. People didn't think he could score, but he proved to score with with the Blackhawks, proved to score with the Senators, is now on Detroit, and he's teaming up with Dylan Larkin really well and putting points, point, mainly goals up. Um, so I think there's definitely uh, a lot of promise on her team here. Um, I think it's going to be pretty tight. Again, like I said, everybody's got stars on their team, and those guys are going to kind of cancel each other out it's going to be those those sleeper or less less known about players that are really going to push teams over the top and she's got a couple of those that looks like they have poised for breakout seasons for sure she does um well let's 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 move on to the next matchup i see here um bag boys got the w over the g parents uh 122 and a half to 116 um and this seemed like a goalie matchup uh, at least the top two scorers for both teams were goalies um and jeremy swayman the goalie to, to bring in the points for Boston. I mean, that was a complete turnaround or that's a complete turnaround from last year. Cause Olmark was the guy. Um, but, uh, both of these, both of these managers are brand new to fantasy hockey. Um, so I definitely want to hear their perspective sometime soon. Um, and how they're and how they like it, if they enjoy it. Um, if, is it difficult to set your lineups every day? Like, is it, is it more, I, I, I don't know, like less predictable than football. Um, and I want I want to kind of get some of the their insights on this, but some really good contributors for their team, and it was a close matchup. I, I like him for both clubs. Yeah, yeah. It looks like G parents have been very active. Um, they have a total of four goalies who played this week. You can only have three goalies at a time, so it looks like they must have picked up and dropped at some point. Um, their big guy being Igor Shesterkin, of course, but he's a very, very good goaltender in the New York Rangers. He's going to be consistently good. Um, the other ones, you know, Carter Hart had a decent performance there. I know he just went down with an injury. Um, Peter Mrazek, a little less of an upside, kind of just bounced around the league at this rate. Um, Jacob Markstrom having a tough go, giving her negative points. But then the big one, yeah, like you said, Jeremy Swayman. Um, Last year, obviously, it was all Linus Olmark. He had a fantastic year. Um, but, I mean, Boston has 1A, 1B situation. They have two legitimate goaltenders. 
Um, and any given night, it can go to Olmark or Swayman. And this week happened to be Swayman. Two games started, two wins, and he only let in a total of a goal on a 47 shots against, and one of those games being a shutout. So I'm, I, I just see with that team, these goalies are pretty solid. I know they lost some scoring up front. Still got Pashnak, who's great, but that's a good goaltender to have for the bag boys. Um, well, two 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 big things I, I just see looking at these rosters. Um, the G parents, they got a little Philly special here. Uh, a lot, a lot of flyers on their yeah. team. So I don't know if that's going to come back to bite them. I mean, Philly was a pretty, pretty, pretty bad team last year. Um, who knows for this year, but I mean, we'll see. We will see. Um, and then uh, for bag boys, one thing I really, really, really love is their goalie tandem, Swayman and Ottinger. Like, are you kidding me? That's a really, really good group of guys. And Dallas looks like a powerhouse this year. So I think I think bag boys is secure on the netminder situation. Yeah, absolutely. Two, yeah, two of the top goalies. Um, Dallas is a good team. They've been in the playoff contention for a while. They've got good, solid core, and they added a couple pieces. Got Duchesne. He's been a great player. He's bounced around a lot, but he's a still still a good hockey player. We got the Matthew Kachuk, of course. Shout out to the Florida Panthers. Um, got Barkov on the roster too. Um, but yeah, talk about Philly. The grandparents love Philly. Um, Owen Tippett, good player last year. Think he'll still do well. Noah Cates. That one, not so sure. I'm not expecting a whole lot from him. Sandheim has been good on the back end to start. Joel Faraby, local guy, skated with him a couple times. I'm looking for this to be his breakout year. I know he's got five goals so far this year, so he's really stepped up for Philly. What people might not have known last year is he had recently had a neck surgery. It was the same one that Eichel had, and... They were talking about when the surgery happened to when the season started. He didn't have a lot of time to really build his strength back up, and they think that that might have affected his performance during the year. But it looks like he's had a really good offseason. He's come back in. He's had an instant impact. He scored their first goal of the season. Like I said, he's up to five goals already this year. And this could be a breakout year for Joel Farabee. Uh, he was a 14th overall pick, so you really hope for a lot other than just bottom depth scoring. So let's see if he can really break out into a top-line player for the Flyers. Definitely. I got my fingers crossed for him. I'm rooting for him for sure. Um, rooting for him, not the Flyers, but that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a different story. Um, all right, so let, let's move on to the next matchup, and I'll let you, I'll you, let you take the lead because it's your matchup. What happened on this one, Will? Yeah. I guess that's kind of what I got to figure out as a manager here, uh, figure out why I've lost. So far, honestly, has not been super great on the goalie front for me. Um, Tristan Jari, you know, I'm a Penguins fan, so I kind of stick to my Penguins guys. I've got a largely Penguins team, and that might be my undoing, depending. Week one, Penguins did very well. So a lot of their forwards did well. Tristan Jari did well. I did well. Now, this next week, not so great. Um, Jari's been rather inconsistent. Uh, it showed this week I'm at 8.4 points, but that was largely carried by one game where he had a shutout. He was very, very poor, and his start against Ottawa let in three goals, didn't even finish the whole game, on three goals on six shots, and then lost a game to Anaheim. So in his past four starts, three of them have been negative points. Um, I'll say the scoring in this league, not very loving on goalies. Um, but yeah, also Aiden Hill, he, uh, started one game, didn't do so hot. So currently 
I think my biggest issue is on the back end. I'm not getting that goaltender support. Um, looking here at Frankie, his goalies did fantastic. Uh, Thatcher Demko, two games, two wins. Logan Thomas, Thompson, sorry. Logan Thompson, two games, two wins. Um, and that's another interesting thing. If you want to bring up Vegas, again, a 1A, 1B situation. Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill. Um, you know, if Aiden Hill continues like this, Logan Thompson could just clean take away that starting spot, uh, which probably make me want to start looking elsewhere for a goaltender opera option but again you know he's got good players on his team i would say one that really did well would be jacob chitron he put up a total of 10.95 points the whole week yeah he's a good solid defense and another one shay theodore a lot of points he got more points out of some of his defensemen than he did on his forward so i don't know that the defensemen are going to continue to put up points like that but some of his other top guys nick suzuki captain of the canadians they've got a bunch of other Miko Rantan on Colorado. He's going to put up a lot of goals this year, as he always does. Mitch Marner on Toronto. He's got some good players. So his stars showed up. His goalies showed up. My goalies didn't. And if I look here, it looks like the Penguins just had a rough week. So it might be my undoing when I'm so sunk into Penguins players <laughs> that if they don't if they don't perform, I'm kind of uh, in a bad spot. So I might have to do some shakeup. Look, search the waiver wire see what i can get a hold of but yeah he had a good week good well uh i know you're i know you're talking about your penguins players and all that but uh i guess i wanted to get your input on crosby he's what 36 now you think he can continue this solid late year career type pace he's on i mean he's still putting up decent numbers at that type of age and so is ovi but like he's still a very viable option for fantasy yeah you can't sleep on him of course addy decided to snag him out from under me before I could get a chance on him. But the guy is, like you said, 36 years old, played nine games. He's got 10 points, still a point of game player. Um, In my opinion, you can't, you just don't bet against Crosby. It's just a bad bet. Um, You might bet against the Penguins as a whole. Okay, fine, but don't bet against Crosby. Um, And, you know, that will lead us when we get into the other matchup. Crosby was a pretty steady contributor for the Cantrin Canucks. But, yeah, um, until he has a bad year, I'm not going to expect a bad year out of Sidney Crosby. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and that's kind of one of the reasons I I, uh, I took a gamble on Ovi. I mean, guy's putting up numbers at this age. You you don't bet against him until something changes. So And he's chasing a record. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to stop. He's chasing most goals in league history. He's all, you know, he's within reach of Wayne Gretzky's record, so uh, definitely possible. Um, so we'll just have to see. But, yeah, you don't bet against two generational talents like that. I know we've had McDavid come into the league and now Bedard's here, but those were the guys. Yep. It was, it was, you know, Crosby and Ovechkin. You don't bet against those guys. Two long careers. Uh, Crosby with three Stanley Cups, Ovechkin with the Stanley Cup. You know, they've led their team to championships. They've met so many times in playoffs. Fantastic back and forth series over the years. You just don't bet against those type of guys. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, let, let's let's shift gears and move on to the next matchup. Uh, the Canterin Canucks. They end up losing to the Casanova Rhinos, one hundred seven point five to one hundred one point one five. Very very close matchup. And the Rhinos are the only team that's left undefeated. Granted, they had a bye week. Um, so they have not played the same amount of games as most teams, but 
Great start from the Rhinos, but a very, very, very close matchup from both teams. And I wouldn't expect any different. These teams look good. Yeah, I mean, it's only a six-point spread, just about. Um, And again, like I said, you know, we're early in the year. um, So, you know, some guys are coming maybe in pretty hot. Some guys are coming in slow. Things will start to even out as you go. But like I said, everybody's got stars on their team. And those stars are going to be consistent, but they should cancel each other out in terms of team performance. Um, so, you know, there's a couple of guys who are hotter than typical. Um, now, will they continue to stay hot? That's the gamble. If these teams can can figure out who, who the hot players are, um, you know, Jesper Bratt on the Cantering Canucks, that guy is going to be consistently very good. Uh, he had a great week in four games. He had a total of three goals, three assists. You know, Cannon Connects have got Crosby. Can't bet against him. Kyle Connor, almost a shoe in for 40 goals every year. Um, so she got a couple uh, names that are less proven in a sense. Tommy Novak, he could have a big year for Nashville. Um, Barzell's always a steady contributor, kind of a top guy on the Islanders. They're not a very flashy team, but they play a good system. Cole Caulfield. Guy's a goal scorer. People doubted him, but the guy scores goals, so he's going to put up a good year. Adrian Kempe, maybe not heard about as much, but he's solid for the Kings. Got Claude Drew. You know, he's on Ottawa. Seems to be off to a pretty decent start. We'll see. He might not be the same, but I think one of the biggest things is she did not get positive goaltending. She has Linus Olmark. Like we were talking about, Jeremy Swayman seems to be the hot goalie off the start from Boston. Um, but also Gorgiev on Colorado. Um, I think Colorado has dropped a couple of these games here recently, but Colorado's going to be a good team, so I would think Gorgiev's going to bounce back. Um, he's just got a solid team in front of him. Again, Linus Oldmark, same thing with Boston. Looking at the Rhinos, yeah, again, got some good players. They had a big performance out of Jonas Johansson, Tampa Bay goalie. That one is kind of the biggest question I think the Lightning have had. Vasilevsky going down with injury. And who is gonna who's gonna fill in? They don't really have. It's not a one A one B situation. It's Vasilevsky, and then it's whoever's backing up. But Jonas Johansson, you know, he had a shutout win this week that gave him a bunch of points. You know, we'll have to see. But you know, got a lot of solid contributors, a lot of high scoring defensemen this week. Mike Matheson got him thirteen point five points, two goals, two assists. You know, he's not going to do that all the time, but Matheson's a solid defenseman. He used to play on the Penguins. I'm sad they traded him to Montreal. He's a good, solid guy. Rasmus Dahlin, 14.1 points on the week. That He'll be consistent. Very good young defenseman on a good young team. I think the Sabres are a very exciting team. Um, but looking at him, you know, he's got some solid veterans in here. Um, they're going to continue to do well. But one of the big question marks that I'm looking at right now is that guy, Jonathan Huberdeau. Jonathan Huberto has over a 100-point season in Florida, then has a blockbuster deal, sends him to, over, up to Calgary for Matt Kachuk, which I know Frankie's a big fan of. And then he has just a pretty lackluster year, you know, maybe only 40, 50 points for a guy who was over 100. So that's a big question mark. If Jonathan Huberto can return to form, that is a big potential steal um, because now he's being slept on. Um so we'll see what he can do. He's not off to a hot start, but he's a very good player. And so, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, definitely potential steal. I mean, last year's drafts, Huberto was going top two rounds, if I'm correct, and the Rhinos got him in the 19th this year. So, I mean, if he returns to form, yeah, steal of the year for sure. But I, I don't know that I don't love the situation up in Calgary, and he's not a goal scorer. Like he's not gonna be the one driving the play. He's gonna be the guy setting the play up. So. I mean, I, he doesn't have a ton of weapons up there that I love. So I wouldn't give him the benefit of doubt of breaking out, but you never know. He's done it before, and he can do it again. Yeah, and Florida was a very high-power offense um, all year. So, again, yeah, it could, it could come down to who's surrounding him. But I would say the one guy who really sticks out to me that might be a little bit of a sleeper, maybe you don't know the name so much, is Josh Norris on Ottawa. Ottawa, another good young team. Josh Norris, good young player. He went to Ottawa in a, the Carlson trade from the Sharks. That guy, I think, was injured for a while, so we'll see what he does. But I think he's he's one to keep an eye on for putting up points for that team. Awesome, awesome. Good insight on that. Uh, let's quickly move over to the bye week. Um, Rhino's worst nightmare, Cy McCrink's uh, team. And, I mean, they're playing, Rhinos, or they're playing the Rhinos this week, but they haven't been anyone's nightmare. They're 0-2 right now. So what <laughs> – what is going on over there, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, their own nightmare, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, go- it seems like the name of the game here for fantasy hockey is goalies. If your goalies play well, they can slingshot you to the top of the league in points. If they don't, they can really hurt you. Um, and what I'm seeing is a great team uh, out of Toronto, but Samsonov is not my favorite option. And... I, I don't love that for, for size team, but uh, I do like Soros on Nashville, so there's some positives there, but I, I just really don't like Samsonov. Yeah, and I mean, that's the story of Toronto, and honestly, if you want to poke fun, it's been the story of the Philadelphia Flyers. There's just some teams that can't find a good goalie, and Toronto being one of them has had a lot of goalies come through there, um, and then the goalies seem to do well elsewhere. Frederick Anderson was... From the Ducks to Toronto, he's now on Carolina in a 1A-1B situation with Nancy Ranta and a good goaltender. Uh, Ilya Samsonov came into the league with high like high praise, he was with the Capitals for a year, didn't go so hot, and they let him go. And now he's here in Toronto, and it's still not going so hot. So, not sure what the deal is. Toronto's tried Matt Murray, two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Penguins, who wins absolute crap, just had a major surgery, and he's out. But, yeah, it just seems like a team who can't find their solid net factor. Um, they lost Jack Campbell in free agency to Edmonton. So that's question marks on that team. But they've sunk a lot of money into certain guys up front, so maybe they can't pay a good goalie. Who knows? UC Soros, he's going to be good. He's been solid for a while. And Nashville, I think it's just going to come down to how good is Nashville. Nashville was outside the playoffs last year. But I think he's going to be a steady goalie all the way through. Uh, looking at their team, they had a lot of points put up by Charlie McAvoy, but McAvoy, illegal hit to the head on Oliver Ekman Larson. I think he got himself a four-game suspension, so that's not good heading into next week and even the following week because I'm sure they only play three games in a week. So Charlie McAvoy is going to be out of the lineup for this team for a little while. Um, but on the other back end, Kel McCarr, great goaltender. Provorov, big question on how he does in Columbus. They're an inconsistent team. Uh, towards the bottom of the league most of the time. So, yeah. But, I mean, again, got his stars. Got Leon Dreisaitl. It puts up a lot of points. Gets to play with Connor McDavid. 
Uh, Braden Point has been a great forward for Tampa Bay. Um, you know, Brock Besser, a good scorer out in Vancouver. Marty Natchez. Marty Natchez was my steal in last year's at the College Hockey League. Very good player on the Carolina Hurricanes. That's a good up-and-coming young team, good high-power offense. Um, he was my steal last year. This year, he's getting the recognition he deserves, and so far he's come through on that Carolina team. So that's a good player for them. But, yeah, a couple other good guys, young guys like Stutzla on Ottawa. So all these teams are very good. Um, you know, 92 points in a week, not too bad. Actually, that would have lost him every single game. So I think for sure at least one more good solid goaltender would be my recommendation for his team. Um, Soros is good. Samsonov, not so much. So uh, I'd take a look. Take a look if I was him. Yeah, for sure. And that's the name of the game here, making acquisitions, keeping track of your team. If your guy's hurt, put him on the IR and look for another option. Um, and, and make those acquisitions uh, and don't be afraid to because they could make your team and they could break your team. But don't if something's broke, you got to fix it, right? So, um, well, I know the matchups are going on right now and we have current scores, um, but let's let's discuss the, the matchups uh, for this week. So. First off, Cheche Legacy, they're 2-1 and one against the Cuban Bandits, who are 1-2. and two. Right now, as I speak, uh, the Cuban Bandits lead 39.1 to 23.65. Um, you have any thoughts on that matchup? Let me just pull up the box score and take a look here. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tight one. Uh, Cheche, it looks like Cheche Legacy, and this will be probably a tight way through. Uh, Cuban Bandits put up 128 points last week. Uh, Cheche Legacy was up at 163. Probably not going to score as high this week. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight battle. Um, good start so far. Not a whole lot of action going on in tonight's games. as they. But, yeah, you know, Seth Jarvis, Cheche Legacy's already put up a goal, as well as Chris Kreider. I know you don't like him because he's a ranger, but... As long as I don't draft him, as long as I don't draft him, I'm fine. And I picked him up in free agency. As long and Brad Marchand, a guy I really don't like, but he's putting up numbers, so I'm not too mad about it. But I have I have more than a few Devils on this team, and and New Jersey hasn't gotten a game in, or they're they're playing uh, they're playing tonight at, at eight o'clock. So so uh, we'll we'll see the points hopefully go up after that one. But um, I get yeah, my. He's the kind of guy you don't want to play against, but you'd love to have on your team. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to give myself the edge on that one, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out um, once we hit Sunday. Um, quickly moving down, uh, Nuevo York Rancheros versus Canton Canucks. I mean, just from an outside perspective, I'm giving this to the Rancheros. Um, Allmark's off to a hot start with seven points already. Um, he'll get another starter or two before the week ends. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, you're up right now by about nine points. Um, but, I mean, just off of your knowledge alone and some of these favorable matchups I'm liking, I think I think you've got this one. Not, not in the bag. I'm not going to say it's in the bag, but I think you've got this one. Yeah. And I will say, I've already started to make some moves myself looking at some of these early risers. Um, so again, look at the waiver wire. I could already probably tell you there are guys in free agency that some of these teams could easily start replacing people on their roster with that they're missing. The only other team I haven't looked 
super hard at recent activity, but I do know the G parents have been picking up players. Um, specifically, three guys I looked at were gone the next day. All three went to the G parents. So, you know, paying attention and making making moves is, 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 is that's the name of the game here. Um, yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, all right, let's quickly move down to the next matchup. <clears throat> the two and one bag boys take on the two and one urine truba uh off to a heart a hot start for the bag boys 77.5 to 42.8 so are people just bringing their a game against kaylee because she started off strong or something or, or it's just the luck of the draw well talking about a game troy terry hat trick with the overtime game winner that's put up a lot of points so in two games he's already got 15.3 points himself so while you know, Urin was off to a good start and just about outscoring every single other team this week. They just happen to be playing the bad boys, who have 77.5. So, you know, that's kind of a tough draw. You're having a good week. You put It puts you ahead of everybody else, but then you come in on a team that's hot. Like I said, Troy Terry, Patrick, uh, Panarin, he's got a goal and three assists in two games. And you're getting a good start out of Jake Ettinger. Two games two wins um nine points total uh jeremy swayman looks like his game might have just started because yeah there's not a lot of stats there so i think he's in game at the moment but yeah i mean if you're you're in truba well actually if you're you're in truba you probably ought to look at your goalies i would say that connor hellebuck and Ilya sorokin having a down game i wouldn't freak out Broken is a Vesna candidate. Hellebuck, always a sleeper Vesna candidate. Doesn't get talked a lot about being up in Winnipeg, but has been a consistently very good goalie for a long time. So I wouldn't freak out about that. They'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, again, what I want to talk about, Frank Vetrano. Guy's already scoring more goals this week. Um, and another one, one of my favorites is Tate Thompson. I think he had a little bit of a slow start. The guys do putting up points he's going to put up numbers in in buffalo so if you're in truba don't freak out the bad voice is just off to a hot start it's just the luck of the draw sometimes um yeah for yeah. sure i felt i felt kind of the same way in our uh in our fantasy baseball season this last year i was like you know what i'm winning i'm i'm winning most of my matchups i'm outscoring most of my opponents every week i'm just getting beat on the wrong weeks and it's kind of a it's kind of a we're so early in the season you're playing so well just just don't try to break it because it's not like don't try to fix it because it's not broken you're you're playing well just ride the course and and we'll and i'd say reassess in a matchup or two but uh really really good team so far that you've put together and then the bag boys i mean if 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 you can keep up this pace yeah you're going to be fighting for fighting for playoffs and fighting for championships so keep that up too um the last matchup, well, G parents are on a on a bye week this week, so I don't really want to discuss uh, their bye week. But uh, I'd say use this week to to see how your players do, and then I would say scout the crap out of the waiver wire and really, really, really look at the players that are killing it this week, and then uh, and then make some decisions because you don't have to worry about playing an opponent or setting your lineups. But really, really look at what players are doing this week. Turn on the telly and watch some games other than the Flyers, um, but. Uh, the last matchup I want to talk about is the Casanova Rhinos, the only undefeated team against Rhinos' worst nightmare, the only team that hasn't won a game, if I'm correct. Uh, currently, it's 
Rhino's Worst Nightmare leading 30.8 to 25.05. Um, I mean, just for the just for the script and just because it's funny, I want to give it to Rhino's Worst Nightmare here. Like, I, I think they've got it. they got a decent team put together, and if their goalies show up, then they got it, right? I mean, I think it's just the way that one's going to crumble. Uh, yeah, Rhino's Worst Nightmare's got to beat Rhino, of course. I'm uh, looking at a uh, performance that's hurt him. Jordan Bennington, the hothead out in St. Louis. Uh, kind of like almost a Matt Murray story, came up as a rookie, led St. Louis through the playoffs to a Stanley Cup championship. Guy's never really been the same then. And he started to tone up the antics, swinging at other players, etc. He's got a negative 3.2 performance for the the Rhinos. I'd say this game is kind of the lowest scoring seems of the of, of the games this week um but yeah yeah not it's not not so much production at the moment out of the rhinos players um looks like a couple of them well most players still have at least two games to play this week some actually have three so it's not totally over yet it's definitely within reach um and then looking over at you know rhinos worst nightmare nothing crazy but again like i talked about big hit charlie mcavoy suspended that's gonna hurt them you know is that gonna make a difference by the end of this week it very well might um so yeah not a whole lot of scoring has been done yet um you know we've got a lot of games in progress Ilya samsonov is in the net currently for toronto um so you know still really early but, I mean, yeah, you just got to go for the storyline and the, almost the meme factor of it that Rhino's worst nightmare has to be Rhino. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess to recap, I think I'm taking down the Canucks. Bag Boys is off to a hot start. Probably going to take on Yuri Truba. Um, Cuban Bandits and Cheche Legacy, I think that's going to be probably our tightest game of the week. Uh, other than Rhino's worst nightmare in, Kaz, uh, um, in Rhino. But, uh yeah, so I'd say my toss-up game is the Bandits and the Legacy, and my upset for the week is going to be Rhino's Worst Nightmare, upsetting Rhino. Yeah, I really like those picks. Um, and I think this week's going to be a really, really great week, and we might see uh, might see some pull, teams pull away uh, from the competition and really uh, define themselves as teams that put up a lot of points on you. And then we might see some teams that are struggling and, and need to retool or, or look at some of the waiver wires and or possibly trades. Um, but if you're going to take anything away from this podcast, um, it is goalies are so important. It's just like fantasy uh, baseball. Pitchers are so important. Goalies and pitchers can make or break your teams. It's ju- it's I would almost weight it as heavy as a quarterback. Like it will make or break your team. Um, so definitely do your research. Definitely um, look at the waiver wire. And, and make some acquisitions when you feel it's necessary for your team. But uh, I'm really excited for this week. So, Going back to the goalie deal, decide to put up a if they get a What really I think makes them important is how negative, how quickly they can go for you. Um, a player, you know, he's out there, minus, whatever, doesn't really hurt you too bad. But a goalie letting in a couple of goals, that – that's quite a few negative points really quickly. So I think the reason why the are going to have such an influence on the performance of your team. 
Um, you know, shutouts are going to give you a lot of points. It's going to happen nearly as often. Um, so, yeah, there, there's kind of almost like the high reward, but there's also a little bit of a higher risk with the goalies, but you got to have them. For sure. Yeah, if you don't have them in your lineup, they can – Kind of, kind of, you're missing out on a lot of key points there. So, um, looking forward to this week. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and I'll check back with everybody next week and, uh, we'll see what happens. So, uh, thanks for listening and, uh, we'll see you next week. Like they say, do that hockey. <laughs>